Welcome to the Washington Weekly, a ministry of Washington Baptist Church. This podcast is devoted to getting you into God's Word and equipping you to serve. I'm your host, Trent Henson, Associate Pastor. On today's episode, I'll talk about the Bible verse that impacted Oswald Chambers. I'll also interview another member of Washington, so you can meet some more of our people and learn more about our ministries. Each week, I talk about specific Bible verses that impacted people or situations. My aim is to show the transforming power of God's Word. Today, I'll talk about the Bible verse that Oswald Chambers called his life verse. Oswald Chambers is best known as the author of the devotional, My Utmost for His Highest. Chambers was born in Scotland on July 24, 1874. At the age of 15, his family moved to London, and shortly after, Chambers accepted Christ after hearing the preaching of Charles Spurgeon. Chambers was gifted and enrolled to study art at the University of Edinburgh at age 21. While he was there, he felt a call toward ministry. So at age 23, he left Edinburgh to attend Danoon Bible College. While there, he heard F.B. Meyer preach about the power of the Holy Spirit and the necessity of living in the Spirit as a minister. Chambers felt that there was something missing in his life. He immediately went back to his room and prayed that God would fill him with the Holy Spirit. He expected to feel something different and see something miraculous associated with the power of the Holy Spirit, but he didn't. That was the beginning of four years of spiritual darkness for Oswald Chambers. During this dark time, he said, quote, The Bible was the dullest, most uninteresting book in existence, and the sense of depravity and the vileness of my nature was terrific. Chambers had no peace. He felt like there must be more to the Christian life than what he was experiencing. His peace came one night during the prayer meeting at Danoon Baptist Church, where he acknowledged his emptiness and a need for the Holy Spirit in his life. He really wanted to yield himself fully to the will of God. That night, he read Luke eleven thirteen, which says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This verse said all he had to do was ask. That night he dropped to his knees and asked God for the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon his life and his ministry. He simply believed this verse and claimed this verse. After this, he said, I had no vision of heaven or angels. I had nothing. I was as dry and empty as ever. No power or realization of God. No witness of the Holy Spirit. End quote. The next day, he was asked to speak at the Bible meeting. And that day, 40 people came forward to give their life to Christ. Chambers realized that the Holy Spirit was with him the whole time. The difference was now he simply trusted what that verse said. He understood that the power of the Holy Spirit in your life was evidenced by seeing the fruit of the Spirit in your daily life. And things like love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. After this, Chambers was excited to teach the Bible, 
and Luke 11.13 became his life verse. From then on, he would just trust the Word of God. At 31, he finished school and was ready to share the gospel. Upon graduating, he wrote, quote, I know in my bones that it is, Go ye into all the world and make disciples of all nations. And glory to God, I am going. End quote. He then traveled to America and taught at God's Bible School in Cincinnati for six months. He then traveled to Japan to work at a Bible school in Tokyo, and then on to Britain, where he worked as an ambassador for the League of Prayer. In 1910, he married Gertrude Hobbs, that he affectionately called Biddy. Biddy had worked as a court stenographer, and as Chambers taught and delivered sermons, she would take notes in shorthand. This would later become a huge part of their ministry. In December 1910, the couple opened the Bible Training College in London. Chambers said the purpose of this school was, quote, for God to help himself to lives, end quote. All was well until 1914, when Britain entered World War I. Chambers decided to serve as a chaplain with the YMCA and in 1915, he went to Egypt to minister to the troops. In October 1917, he suffered from appendicitis, but resisted going to the hospital on the grounds that the beds would be needed by men wounded in battle. Finally, he allowed a surgeon to perform an emergency appendectomy. But Chambers died a couple of weeks later, on November 15, 1917. He was 43 years old. Chambers was buried there in Cairo, Egypt, with full military honors. Later, someone told his wife, Biddy, to print one of his sermons and send it to the soldiers as a Christmas gift. She selected the sermon, The Place of Help, and sent it to the soldiers in Egypt and France. It was well received. As time passed, she began to print a new sermon each month to send to soldiers. And then the YMCA began to distribute these to soldiers all around the world. Beatty Chambers decided her ministry would be to give her husband's words to the world. She printed many of Oswald's sermons and teachings. She compiled some of his teachings into a daily devotional and titled it, My Utmost for His Highest. It was first published in 1927 and since has continuously been in print. It is among the best-selling daily devotionals of all time. Oswald Chambers' writings and sermons have impacted so many, and it started when he believed Luke eleven thirteen, which says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Today, my guest is Doreen Lee. Thank you for joining me, Doreen. Oh, you're welcome. Well, tell me about you and your family. Well, I am married to Treva Lee, and he is a principal at Northwood Middle School. And he also works with the security team here at the church sometimes. And then I have a son. We have a son. His name is Hank, and Hank participates with the youth. They just went to Centrifuge a while back. And um, he enjoys all the, the different activities he gets to experience here at the church. Yes, well, we're glad your family is here with us. Um, well, tell us what led you to Washington. 
Well, I actually have been here since I was born mm-hmm. because my mom and dad, um, Ralph and Debbie Stiles, they were members here before I was born. And so this has been my church all my life and my sister as well, Gina Harvey. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of the things that makes Washington really special is having all my family here. That's right. Amen. I know uh, your family means a lot to this church. Um, I've enjoyed getting to know them over the past few years. And um, it is, like you say, a lot of these, the people that I interview, they grow up in this church. And I think that says a lot for this church that uh, their children grow up here and their grandchildren. And that is one of the good things we have about Washington. Well, how are you involved here at Washington? Well, I'm on the Canaan Project Committee. And we basically meet and we talk about different areas of the church that we feel that God is leading us to either improve or, or change based on the growing needs of the church and the directions that we feel led by God. And that's um, directed by um, Cheryl Moore, but also you and the, you know, Pastor Drew are a big part of that committee. And then also I teach um, college age Sunday school and then this will be my third year as the art director of the SAM camp. Yes, and SAM camp is coming up in about two weeks. Um, and that's sports, art, and music. And like you said, you're doing the art portion. And uh, I know that is a wonderful ministry. And I think we already have, I heard, over 50 that are pre-registered right now for SAM camp. So wow. we've got good numbers. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what the art portion of that will look like this year? Oh yeah, so um, the theme is the beautiful name of Jesus. And day one, we're gonna talk about Jesus and creation. So I've got some Play-Doh, and I'm gonna have the kids create something of their own that they can take home. And then the next day, the focus is Jesus, our strong tower. And we're gonna do a canvas art painting And um, I couldn't think of anything stronger and better than a lighthouse Mm -hmm. because not only is Jesus our strong tower, but he's also the light of the world. So we're going to do a lighthouse painting. And then um, the third day is Jesus saves. So I've got some um, sun catchers that we're going to decorate and they can take home and hang them somewhere if they want to. And then the last day is Jesus as Lord. So we're going to celebrate Jesus being the Lord by make, making crowns. And he's also the, the king, you know, the king of the world. So um, we got some jewels. we got lots of paints and colors that we'll be using this week and or the week. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so that sounds awesome. Those are great projects, and that's the neat thing about SAM Camp is you've got the art projects, you have uh, sporting of things that we do with uh, recreation, and then the music, and I'll be doing the devotions um, each each day for that. So something I'm looking forward to, and I love our theme this year, the beautiful name of Jesus. So uh, looking forward to SAM Camp, and I appreciate the other ways you serve. You mentioned Canaan Project, which is our kind of, like you were saying, our vision for the future, things that are coming up and uh, how we can continue to look ahead of what God has in store for our church and uh, your work with Sunday school as well. Um, as that's always a need as Sunday school teachers. So thank you for the way that you serve. Uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah. And my, my last question is always, um, what is the best thing about Washington Baptist Church? 
Well, for me, it is um, being here my whole life. I have, a, I have a lot of connections with a lot of people, and I just really feel like they're family, and I feel the, the love and the support. Um, when bad things happen, I appreciate the prayers, the people that have supported me and my family through the years. And then um, during the good times, you know, when we have celebrations and we all get together and um, now that I have a son, I appreciate all the, the things that we do when we focus on our youth and that we are um, a church that's really focused in letting them know about Jesus early and often and also um, implementing fun activities as ways to encourage fellowship. And the other thing I really love about our church is the, the strong and godly leadership that we have here. Well, thank you. That's, that is a blessing. I, I, like you say, we are a multi-generational church that uh, does support one another, has activities for each other. And um, like I say, as, as me too, being here the last, I guess, eight or nine years as a member here, um, I've experienced that. And uh, like you say, the leadership with with Drew and Joe in the past and, and my opportunity I have now to serve alongside Drew is just a, a blessing. So I know we are blessed to be here at Washington. Well, thank you for your time today. You're welcome and amen. Doreen mentioned that she'll be helping with SAM Camp this year. SAM Camp is a sports, art, and music camp for rising second through seventh graders. It will begin this Monday, July 26th, and continue through Thursday, July 29th. It will begin at 9 a.m. and end at noon each day. The theme this year is the beautiful name of Jesus. You can register online through our church website. We'll also host preschool vacation Bible school the same week at the same time. This is for K-3 through rising first graders. If you have any questions about SAM Camp, or Preschool Vacation Bible School, please contact Tony Arms, Melanie Hughes, or the church office. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Washington Weekly. Washington Baptist Church is located at 3500 North Highway 14 in Greer, South Carolina. Check us out online at WashingtonBaptist.org. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast as you get into God's Word and prepare to serve.